It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. At P-Link Leadership, we have one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the sciences of human nature with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, Chief Experience Officer and Co-Founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself. Years ago, most folks worked until 55 and then retired, and they lived a pretty relaxed life. Of course, back then, work ended at five, and it didn't follow us home. We didn't have cell phones or computers, and so when you were done with work, you were done with work. And that gave you a nice long chunk of time at home to relax, be with your friends or family, and be ready for the next workday. We worked hard all day and relaxed in the night, and then we worked hard all week and we relaxed on the weekends. This is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side, and today I want to talk to you about your achievement and explore whether your achievement is burning you out. So nowadays, we work, work, work. We work nights, we work weekends, we work on vacation, we're always achieving something. And meaningful achievement feels good. It's part of our well-being. But at the expense of other domains of well-being, achievement can be like moss in your lawn. At first, it's kind of whimsical and it's that vibrant green. And the next thing you know, it's choking out all of your grass. So we want to think about achievement and really get ourselves into a healthy balance with it. When we focus all of our energy on achievement, we rob ourselves of the time for positive emotion, engagement within, relationships that matter, and meaning and purpose. In our coaching at P-Link Leadership, we offer an activity where we work with people looking at their well-being domains. We have them review the balance of their time spent and the activities and energy they're putting out into the world. And we do this by giving them 20 bits of energy. We usually give them M&Ms to move around. And then we give them a piece of paper that has these five domains on it. And we have them simulate different situations where they move the energy into different different areas of their well-being to see how uh, it feels to have everything in the achievement basket or everything in the relationship basket. It's really a great way to somatically look at how you are spending your time and your energy. Some of the leaders that I've been working with lately and that we've been working with at P-Link Leadership are really burned out right now. And they start talking and toying with the idea of walking away or just quitting and starting over somewhere. Maybe I'll start a different career. Maybe I'll leave my company and go somewhere new. What we try to encourage them to do before they take that step is to really reflect on their balance of how they're spending their energy and to not throw everything away or quit, but to simply take stock and try rebalancing. So one of the ways to do this, if this is starting to ring true with you and you're feeling like, Ooh, yeah, on the weekends, when I have that extra time, I'm not thinking about calling a friend or reading a book. I'm actually thinking about popping in and doing a few work things so I can get a bit more done and be ahead of it for the week. So think about activities outside of work that bring you positive emotion. 
What are things that make you feel happy, make you feel engaged, make you feel excited or motivated? Uh, What are things that make you feel connected or peaceful or calm? All of these, there's hundreds of positive emotions. You can just Google emotions list and find one um, that has all of these different things. And really understanding which ones we like to feel and what activities help bring that feeling to us is an important piece here of our well-being. So start thinking about that. What are the activities that I do outside of work that bring me positive emotion? Then take stock of the activities that bring you engagement. Engagement is really where we're refueling ourselves and we are re-energizing ourselves. And this can look a lot of different ways for different people. I've had people say before that a bike ride energizes them, skiing energizes them, walking through a mall with no schedule and no children, uh, just being able to kind of putz around and take everything in really energizes them. For some people, it's a meditation practice or a yoga practice or or, um, a reflective practice of journaling. And, you know, even for myself, it's really walking out in the forest behind my house. I just sometimes need to get outside. It doesn't have to be long, um, but just can engage within. And sometimes it's a spin class for me, but it's things that really help us kind of drop into that space where we're not paying attention to the voices in our head. We are just focused on the task at hand and that can be deeply energizing. So identifying those activities for yourself, then thinking about what relationships do you want to be nurturing in this world? Who are the people that are important to you? Friendships that may have lapsed over COVID. It's been quite a long time since we've been able to see and connect with people. And so being able to identify which ones of those relationships that you want to be nurturing, maybe it's relationships with your family. It can be so easy to get busy and not call our parents back, our siblings back, our kids back. We just get busy and the day takes over and um, everything seems to take priority. But when we think about that at the end of the year, it's like, oh man, like I wish I would have emphasis there. I wish I would have paid a little bit more attention to those relationships because they're important to me. And then finally, thinking about what brings you meaning and purpose. So that can look like helping a neighbor or being present as a parent or being present as a friend to somebody, just being present for yourself in your own life, Um, volunteering at a local garden or uh, being available to help a friend move. Meaning and purpose comes in all kinds of packages. Identifying for yourself what really matters about that to you is important. And so once you have this and then thinking about what is the positive achievement that really matters to me? Because sometimes we get in that achievement hamster wheel and rather than doing things that really, really matter, we just kind of keep going after that dopamine hit of getting things done. Ooh, I got another thing done. Ooh, I crossed something else off my list. Oh, that feels good. Let me get in front of this thing. We can really get into this achievement hamster wheel without being intentional about where we want to spend our energy and what really matters to us that we're achieving. Take some time to look at those five different areas, that positive emotion, engagement within, relationships with others, meaning and purpose, and achievement, and identify the things you want to be doing in those. And then think about, if I had 20 units to spend, how would I be spending those units? Would I want to put an equal amount in each domain. Maybe I have four units in each domain and it's perfectly balanced. That's not the case for a lot of people. For some people, they want to do much more meaning and purpose and they don't really 
have a lot of positive emotion that they need to feel for others. They really want to put everything into relationship with others and they're willing to take a hit on the meaning and purpose or the engagement within. And for others, they just really need to refuel and engage within and and fill themselves up so that they can do the other pieces. So there's no right answer as to how to spend your energy. It's just what's right for you. And I recommend experimenting. I think it's really important to pay attention and notice each week kind of how you're feeling and what you need. Some weeks for me, I just need more of my relationships. I need more of my people. I need more connection and presence in those relationships. Other times I need to do something good for other people. And sometimes I just want to achieve, achieve, achieve. I just want to get stuff done and that feels really good. So there's no really right or wrong way. It's just a matter of being intentional. In fact, I would say the wrong way is to be unintentional and just be spending willy nilly without paying attention. You can practice some of these things by looking at your week's calendar and kind of tagging all the different things on your schedule, both during work and after work that are filling your different well-being domains. You can practice good boundary setting. It's so easy to let our achievement or our work take over for us as more important than the other pieces and and let our boundary slide. Oh, sorry, I'm not going to make that. I got busy doing something. Um, We do this at home as well as at work. Sometimes it's like, oh, I just got busy cleaning the garage and now I can't stop. I'm moving on to the closet instead of stopping to go eat dinner on the beach with a friend. So one of the things you can do if you're not great at boundaries is to um, book things right at the end of your workday or at the end of a project that you're doing so that you have to be done by a certain time and you have to be somewhere to meet someone. Um, That way you can't really get sucked in and just keep going. I know that that happens to me a lot. I get going on a project and I'm having so much fun with it and I'm just in the zone and it's like, I don't want to pull away. And I'll look up and my husband will be standing over my desk at 745 at night saying, what should we have for dinner? (laughs) It happens to all of us. Another good practice is to notice and name your moments of positive emotion. So we talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, we're wired with a negativity bias. Our brains are like Velcro for negativity and Teflon for positivity. And because of this, it's important to reflect on those moments and those positive bursts of emotion and savor them to get the most out of them. Otherwise, they might just slip away quickly because we are, we're wired to protect ourselves and to hang on to what could cause us harm or danger, which is generally negative. So notice and name mere moments of positive emotion. People who experience well-being consistently are more resilient. Right now, as we are bearing witness to some pretty hard things in the world, resilience is super important. It helps us to bend without breaking. It helps us to bounce back when we've had a setback. It helps us to really reflect and get space in our thinking when we're feeling the pull of anxiety and frustration and doom and gloom about the world. And so that resilience can really help us to bounce back after we've broken down or after we've had a tough fall or a hard time, or we've just seen something in the world that we just can't believe is happening. This well-being is the foundation to resilience. So for more on this topic, I recommend a couple things. One, you can read the book Flourish by Dr. Martin Seligman, who's out of the 
uh, University of Pennsylvania. He runs the positive psychology program there, and it's all about his study on the five domains of well-being and the researchers that he collaborated with um, when he was coming up with his acronym PERMA, which is the acronym for the five domains of well-being, positive emotion, P, engagement within, E, relation with others, R, meaning and purpose, M, and achievement, A. So you can read that book, Flourish, again, by Dr. Martin Seligman, or to support your teams with this, if you're a leader or you own a company, you can bring in P-Link Leadership and our coaches for a well-being workshop or have us host a keynote for you to talk about well-being and the different domains of well-being and the importance to connect well-being to fighting burnout, to building resilience, and to having a more productive and effective team at your company. This has been Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. I hope you've had a wonderful long weekend and you've refilled your buckets. And we look forward to having you as listeners next week on The Bright Side. Thanks so much. Check out plinkleadership.com, P as in Paul, L-I-N-K, leadership.com for our Positivity Hub and free resources, as well as links to other Bright Side episodes. Have a great week.